Hello, friends. Welcome back to His Beautiful Mess. I'm sorry I've had to take a little bit of a hiatus. We've had a crazy year with lots of different circumstances that have been evolving, and quite honestly, I kind of went into a cocoon mode. We had some family members that I love dearly go through some health struggles, and I had some very close friends lose um, people close to them unexpectedly. Unfortunately, I've also had to deal with some deaths this year, which is really honestly nothing new for me. I've been dealing with loss of life for as long as I can remember. But this one took me down to my knees and I really had to have God hold me through it because I just couldn't understand the why behind it. So a combination of all those different things that were happening, it just made me go into a different place where I just kind of pressed into God more and leaned on him. And that way that you have to sometimes when you can't deal with anything else, all you can do is just deal with regular life, the busyness that it holds, and then just letting him hold you through it. For me, there's, there's a difference in pressing into him and leaning into him and pressing into him for me is kind of like when my dad would open his arms and he would, I would jump into him and give him that big giant bear hug. So sometimes I'm just pressing into God, just needing him to hold me. Other times I am leaning into him because I can't stand up on my own. I need him to be the one that just is my rock and my solid ground, that firm foundation that nothing else will ever come close to because everything else shifts and changes, but he never does for me. I'm sure he never does for you too, if you just press into him. But this year with all the challenges that it's held and all the different circumstances and breaking points, it just kind of refocused my mind. I had to take this little bit of a break just to be able to get realigned with him and centered And I kept hearing him say the same things, just don't give up, keep moving on. And then when my consciousness would start to catch up with me and I'd be like, oh my gosh, it's been two weeks since I've not posted a podcast or now it's been a month. Oh my gosh, it's two months. And I would start to put all this pressure on myself because I wasn't meeting my own expectations Or the expectations of all those things that you hear everywhere when someone's like, if you want a successful podcast, you must do X, Y, and Z. Be consistent and do this. Well, newsflash for any of you listening, if you haven't caught on yet, the only thing I am consistent with is being inconsistent. That is the key for me. I am Miss Inconsistent. I will always be there if a friend or a family member calls me, but in my own personal life, When I need to do something repetitively, if it's not taking care of my family or cooking or cleaning, I am not consistent. It's just the way it is. That's my battle for myself. So I had to hang up my hat of perfectionism and instead embrace what was. And what was is I still had the heart willing to serve God. I still had all these thoughts in this little delay that we've had this pause I've got all these different notes because I just constantly had these things coming to my head of stuff I want to talk about, stuff that is heavy on my heart and just, I think, personally relatable to everybody. So it hasn't stopped in that structure, but I did have to take a moment to pause to recollect myself. 
And in the process, God said, I just need you to go back to the beginning, Tammy, back to where it all began. And, you know, a lot of people are like, well, let's open our Bibles to Genesis and look at the, the beginning. And yeah, you can. That's where you're going to go. That's totally fine. But for my beginning, what it really was is God saying, where's your foundation? Where am I in it? See, we live in the South. And here in Texas, we have unbelievably hot summers, major droughts. We either have a ton of rain and the ground can't hold it and it runs off, or we have no rain and we're deficit of grout or water and in a drought. And, you know, it's chaotic. So it's not a surprise that a few years ago, when my husband and I have lived in this house going on 20 years now, that things had started to shift. We started to see cracks in the walls and on the ground. And you know what that means. Your house is shifting because the ground that it's on is starting to shift. So we had some people out to tell us what we needed to do. And they explained the way to fix this and make everything the way it needs to go back together is they have to dig under the house, under the foundation, down about six to eight feet to ensure that they can get exactly where they need to be. And in doing so, they can place these piers underneath and it gives extra strength and stability to our foundation of our home. So they place these strategically and these different pressure points of the house. And once everything is set, they use this mechanical equipment and they lift everything up at one time. It was amazing to be in my home as they were doing this because I would see these giant cracks that were in the wall just start to seamlessly go right back together. You couldn't even tell they were there except there was still a hairline crack left from the residue of what had separated in the sheetrock or in the tile on the ground. And that just reminded me of what God's telling me in my life. Hey, your foundation is still there. You've got this thick concrete foundation built on me, my rock. Jesus is your foundation, but unfortunately, life happens. And sometimes you start to crack a little under the pressure, under all the busyness that life holds. And when that happens, I have to come back behind you, my sweet daughter. And I have to place that extra structure underneath you to give you the support that you need to go back to letting me take care of things. Because if I'm being honest, even though I was pressing into God and I was trusting him and I was asking him all these questions, I really wasn't trusting him with it. I was really letting it be Tammy led and not God led. I was so caught up in the busyness that life was holding that I wasn't actually tuning in to his frequency to allow him to be my firm foundation, that thing that just wouldn't waver. So that's what I'm trying to do is to reconnect, to restructure my thought process, to restructure this inward desire that never ends, that I always want to do his work and I want to do his will. And I want to do that to the best of my possible ability. But the bottom line is I'm going to fail. It's going to be rocky sometimes. I am so far from perfect that it's not even funny. I hate the word perfect because everyone expects it to be bottled up and it's nice little pretty box with this beautiful bow that someone on Pinterest has created, you know, because I so can't do that. But that's not life. Life is messy. And it's so 
busy. And when I say busy, I don't just mean like your schedule is full, that you have so much on your plate or in your planner and categorized and broken down to the minute. I'm talking about just the distractions that life holds, those things that come in your way and get you off center to what you want to do and you start focusing on something else. That's busyness. You're still being busy. You're just not focused on what your ultimate goal is. So that's kind of where I've been. And that's why I'm trying to shift things and be more purposeful in what I want to accomplish. So I kept thinking about this word foundation, what it meant, what God wanted me to do, just all these different little things. And before long, as I kept searching and I kept hearing the word foundation over and over, there's some that you always hear, right? You know how Peter built a church on this rock because that was a firm foundation. It would never fail. But if you look a little further, you're going to find in 1 Corinthians something that really spoke to me. And I've read this multiple times, but it popped out at me a little bit different. Starting at verse 6, I planted the seed in your hearts and Apollos watered it, but it was God who made it grow. It's not important who does the planting or who does the watering. What's important is that God makes the seed grow. The one who plants and the one who waters work together with the same purpose, and both will be rewarded for their hard work, for we are both God's workers, and you are God's field. You are God's building. Because of God's grace to me, I have laid the foundation like an expert builder. Now others are building on it. But whoever is building on this foundation must be very careful, for no one can lay a foundation other than the one we already have, Jesus Christ. Anyone who builds on that foundation may use a variety of materials, gold, silver, jewels, wood, hay, or straw. But on Judgment Day, fire will reveal what kind of work each builder has done. The fire will show if a person's work has any value. If the work survives that builder will receive a reward. But if the work is burned up, the builder will suffer a great loss. The builder will be saved, but like someone barely escaping through a wall of flames. Don't you realize that all of you together are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God lives in you? God will destroy anyone who destroys this temple, for God's temple is holy and you are that temple. Stop deceiving yourselves if you think you are wise by the world's standards. You need to become a fool to be truly wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness to God. As the scriptures say, he traps the wise in the snare of their own cleverness. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise. He knows they are worthless. So don't boast about following a particular human leader. For everything belongs to you, whether Paul or Apollos or Peter, or the world, or life and death, or the present and future. Everything belongs to you, and you belong to Christ, and Christ belongs to God. I wanted to search this a little bit more because I had read this, but I didn't know how it applied to me in this context and this season. When you're looking through this and trying to figure out who Paul is talking to in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, 
you realize that he's just trying to tell everybody that everyone is accountable to God for the way they serve Christ. Paul laid the foundation when he first began the church in Corinth. Now others were building on it by what they were teaching other Christians. But there can never be any other foundation for the church than Jesus himself. In this time period, the Corinthians were in danger of treating a human teacher as their foundation instead of Christ. Some of the things that people build on the foundation of Christ will endure, but others will be burned up in the fire. So we have to figure out what we are choosing to build and what foundation we're building it on. Now, listen, guys, I love that you're tuned into this podcast. I love that we can just have all these things so accessible at our fingertips that we can just scroll on social media and find someone who's going to build us up on those days when we're low. And that is great. And that is exactly what God wanted that person to do at that time to help us navigate through this crazy life. But if we are stopping just at that and we are not looking to our Bible and we are not honing in to God or looking to Christ to have some answers or listening to the discernment of the Holy Spirit, our foundation is going to waver. It is going to shift. We are going to get cracks. We are going to be all dried up on the inside. So I just pray for you all today, whoever is listening to the sound of my voice, that you will hone in to what God's asking you to do, that you will ask him what your foundation is supposed to be built on. What is God asking you to do in this season? Is he asking you to to speak to others? Is he asking you just to sit and hold someone's hand as they're in this difficult moment in their life and just trying to figure out what to do next? Maybe it's just smiling at somebody and holding the door open for them as they come out behind you or in front of you and not being so busy that we're just focused on our own task to get in and out of a store. I'll never forget the one time I went to a Starbucks and I was there for a meeting, a work meeting, and I just randomly smiled at this person, didn't even know I did it, picked up my order, started going back to the table, and she stood up and she said, I was having the worst day. But your smile just made me feel better. Thank you for that. And I just looked at her like a deer in the headlights. I did that. Like I didn't even pay attention. It was just something I did randomly, not even thinking. But do you know that we all have those little impacts that we make on others? It can be something so small, guys. It doesn't have to be anything really big. And just smiling for someone who might need that encouragement that day or holding the door open for someone who's having a really hard day and their body is hurting and it took everything they had just to get to the store. Holding it open for them is showing them a small act of kindness. You have no idea what that's going to do for them. We have to show God's love in any way possible, any way that he asks us to. If it's speaking to others, if it's teaching them, or if it's just the little bitty things, checking on a neighbor who might need it picking up the phone, sending a text, a call to somebody that is heavy on your heart that God's placed on them. This is what our foundation is supposed to be. It's built on Christ. And Christ was all about love. He was all about relationships. He was out there honing into people and just building them up when they were torn down. He went to the lowliest of the lowliest people in his day, in his time, people that others would turn around and walk away from. He marched in behind. That's what I'm praying that I can do in this season. That's what I'm praying that this podcast becomes something that just encourages 
one person on a day when they need it most. I want my foundation to be built on God, on his word, on his truth, and his love, his love for me, my love for him, his love for others, all of it. So yeah, this year started out rocky and yeah, I got distracted and yeah, my foundation got shifted a little, but I am so unbelievably grateful that regardless of the, the rocky terrain I may have to navigate, regardless of the situations that come my way, the storms that life holds, God's always willing to come back behind me and say, it's okay. Let's add a little bit more stability. Lean on me a little bit more. And let's build this foundation back up on me. It doesn't matter how many cracks we have. He's got it. Dear Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for this day. Lord, I thank you for this time that I've had with my sweet friends. I pray for each person who hears the sound of my voice and anything that they may be struggling with right now. Lord, I just ask you meet them face to face and heart to heart. Wrap your loving arms around them and give them the support that only you can provide right now, the comfort that only comes from you, Jesus. Lord, I just thank you that regardless of the time that we have apart, you use it whatever way, shape, or form. And Lord, I pray for this podcast that it is only God-led. Lord, I pray that it will always be God-led and not led by my own thoughts or desires. Let this be an offering to you, Lord, the same way that we are asking to just mold our lives to be an offering to you. Lord, if there's anyone out there who has this prompting, this desire to follow you, but they're not sure how, I ask you just let me lead them in this next prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I am lost and I am confused. Life is just hard. It's not fair. I'm broken and I'm battered. But I know that you help me. I know that in times of hurt and pain that you are my comfort. And I know I can't do this alone, that only you can, Lord. So help me, guide me, navigate me, Lord, and just help me carve out the path that you want for me, Lord. Come beside me. I ask you to forgive everything that I've ever done, anything that was unpleasing to you, any sin that is knowing or unknowing, I lay it down at your feet. Lord, I believe that you are who you say you are. I believe you are the son of God. I believe you walked on this earth. I believe you died a painful death on that cross for me. For me, you took on everything that I've ever done and you said, I've got it covered. I choose to believe that you rose from that grave after three days. I choose to believe that you are the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one will come to the Father except through you. And Lord, now I ask you to just take this life that you have given me to enter my heart and help me live it according to your will, your way, and your purpose. And Lord, I thank you for your loving kindness, for the grace that you so often usher for me, even when I don't deserve it. It's in your name I pray. Amen. Friends, I love you all. 
I'm praying for you all. And if you just prayed that prayer and accepted Christ into your life, I just want to pray with you and just jump up and down with joy. Because even if this world, when it comes your way, brings you troubles and chaos and craziness, I know that you've got the King of Kings to usher you the comfort that you need. Until we meet again, I hope you know that you are being thought of and prayed for. Have a great day, sweet friends.